0: Are you a thermometer or are you a thermostat? That's my challenge to you, the listener, is you know, are you gonna be a thermometer constantly changing with the circumstances and your results and always having your emotions on a roller coaster because of that? Or are you gonna decide to know what your worth is and actually set the internal temperature and then change everything around it?
1: Welcome to The Better Than Rich Show with your hosts, Andrew Biggs and Mike Abramowitz. The Better Than Rich Show helps ambitious leaders who are on a mission to leave the world better than they found it, change their perspective on what's important, increase their income and impact, and systemize their life and business. If you've ever struggled with finding your purpose, have felt disconnected or distracted, or found yourself going through the motions, this show will remind you that what you do matters and will re-inspire you to chase your highest
0: dreams. It's time for you to become better than rich. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Better Than Rich show. I'm your host, Andrew Biggs, and I'm here with my co-host, mike abramowitz mike how was your thursday this morning so far
1: hey i got the shirt on it's my best day of my life right that's right i have i have like five of these shirts so
0: <laughs> where, where do you where'd you get them
1: we got them from like different conferences and stuff okay. for vector so i tried to order more and i couldn't even you know get them i don't well, know
0: they're well we'll, we'll have to get them into the better than rich swag shop once that's up and running if you will by that Anyways, we have a quick episode here uh, for you, our humble listener here today. We're going to be talking about the power of uh, overcoming self-sabotage. And so often what I find in leadership in terms of coaching people and what their issues really are, Mike, is people getting in their own way, right? People are simply in their own way, probably 95 to 99% of the time. 1% to 5% of the time, it's some sort of skill or some sort of, you know, uh, just something they need to learn, right? But if it's most cases, I find that it's generally just somebody getting in their own way. And if you're listening to this, you can probably relate to that, right? You probably have something come to your mind right now where you're currently getting in your own way. And so today, we're going to explain that. Uh, dive in on that, and Mike, I would love for you to kick us off a little bit about uh, self-sabotage in general and how it shows up and why, and uh, some of the different forms that it can take.
1: Well, the funniest part is what you just said. You getting in your own way. So you hmm. said you and so if it's a, if I ever say the sentence, I keep getting in my own way. So I said I and my, <laughs> talking about myself. <laughs> in the same sentence and that that's the mm-hmm. first observation that always shows up for me is like, I'll have a cut. Like I, if I'm shooting basketball or if I'm playing golf, it's like, all right, let's make this shot. Let's what the hell who, <laughs> it's just me versus me. What were what we talking about? <laughs> you know, let's do this. And you know, that that's, that's the first thing that shows up is just the language to be aware that sometimes we're talking about ourselves in third person. Sometimes hmm. we're saying I and me in the same sentence. So if, if that's the case, we want to have the awareness that it is a me versus me, that there is like as uh, the inner uh, the inner work or the untethered soul or the power of now all discussed that we have these roommates of our mind. And there's different voices in our mind and these different roommates that are sometimes filling our minds and filling our heads with uh, different thoughts. And you don't have to believe every thought you have. So that's the first and mm-hmm. that immediately comes up for me. Andrew, I'm curious for you. I know I've talked about this on previous episodes on these labeling of these saboteurs that are in my mind and uh, you know giving them different names. But I don't know if you've got a, got that that crazy with me where you've <laughs> named the different voices in your head. I could come back to that in a second, but what what what
0: what shows you Yeah, up I don't know playing? that I've like specifically named them. I think there's definitely a lot of different versions of myself and I have to be really careful about which version is leading. Uh, and also, how do you show love, you know, to these parts of yourself that maybe don't feel, you know, uh, have your highest good in mind? The concept, you know, that we're really speaking on to start is, is called self-efficacy. And self-efficacy is basically how uh, committed are you to actually bettering yourself? And how often will you actually act on the on behalf of yourself? How often do you want good things for yourself? How often do you believe you deserve good things? And so self-efficacy is a really important one We've we've mentioned on the podcast in the past, how you know, if you're given a prescription for yourself or if you're given a prescription for your pet, you're actually more likely to follow the instructions of giving the medicine to the pet than to yourself. You're more likely to miss a dosage here or there, forget to take your medicine if you're doing it for yourself. And so it's just a very strange sort of way uh, that our minds work sometimes is just how often we devalue ourselves and how often we don't act on our own, in our own best interest. Then we might ask, well, why is that? Um, well, you know, there's a lot of different stories and there's a lot of different versions of ourselves that are showing up that sometimes I like to run the show. Uh, you know, one that's really common is, is not feeling good enough, right? And so, you know, when you are showing up to something, you're, you know, maybe you're starting a podcast or maybe you are in a leadership position in a company, you just got a promotion or maybe, you know, you just built a, a brand new beautiful home and you, you, you have your dream house, you have your dream wife, you have your dream kids, you have everything that you want, a little voice in your head is going to say... You don't deserve this. You know what are you thinking? Like, who are you to think that you you can do this? Who are you to think you can do that? Who are you to deserve this wonderful life? And so that's a very common pattern that comes up. And if you don't know how to handle that, it, it, then of course you're going to kind of fall back to defaults. You're always going to lose what you gained in the first place until you grow into the person who could do that. I mean, one little thing that I'll share as a, as a something that I think is really powerful uh, reminder that I bring in whenever I feel that way is if I wasn't good enough, I wouldn't have the opportunity. You know, I wouldn't be uh, given, being given this platform. I wouldn't be given this opportunity in the first place if I wasn't good enough. So if I'm here, I must be good enough. Um, you know. And that's the way you can start to uh, use the power of auto-suggestion to kind of rework your uh, uh, unconscious mind to actually start to become... Someone who practices self-efficacy more often, uh, Mike. What's coming up for you?
1: Yeah, and, and I like what you said that these voices we want to we want to be gentle with them a little bit and, and understand that they're 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 there to help in some hmm. way, shape, or form. So, by us knowing that they are they are um, here to help us, learn more about us, or to protect us, or to take risks, or whatever it might be. We just want to be gentle with them and and i have my voices Uh, i'll go through them quick just because you may have heard it on previous episode but wimpy is like my mom's voice anytime i i i feel like i need to get protected you know going into cold or you know going out in the rain it's like oh but you don't want to get sick like wimpy's protecting me shithead is my voice of like the arrogant version of me the one that tries to interrogate or or project my own insecurity or try to protect my ego that's shithead uh, the indulger is a new one that I've realized I have, which is the one who uh, goes to a buffet and just, even if I'm not hungry, I just keep eating, or go the going to the gambling blackjack table and just trying to, you know, try to win the money back. The indulger is just the one who um, doesn't know when to stop. Uh, so that's the indulger, and then there's the truth. The truth is my sage, and if you're thinking about these different versions of you, the ones that try to protect you, protect the ego, protect your whatever it might be, then there's there's that one voice of reason. That's the sage power. Uh, I call my sage power the truth. The truth is, is the observer of those other voices. So when you say the sentence like, oh, I can't stand when I do that. Well, it's like, I do that as the action. I can't stand it. Who's the I? The observer. I uh, When I observe me doing that, I don't like my behavior. So the observer of these other voices, the observer of your decisions, the observer of your actions, that's your highest sage power. That's your truth. And when you can get a stronger relationship with that sage power, with that truth, then what happens is when Wimpy tries to start driving the bus, that's okay. Wimpy might be like, you know, 12 years old, a 12 year old driving the car. Uh, it's going to be dangerous, you know? So maybe, maybe Wimpy's in a parking lot, no other cars around and the 12 year olds behind the wheel. And then if Wimpy was trying to go out onto the freeway, the truth is going to come and be like, Hey Wimpy, let's pull over, get your butt in the back. I'm going to start driving the bus. So by having these relationships with these versions of ourselves, it, it allows us to have more hmm. awareness. Uh, it allows us to, um, play to our strengths even more. Um, so these, that's a, those are a couple things that show up for me.
0: Yeah, and I think it's if you're listening, what are your versions of that? You know, what is your version of wimpy and shithead and the indulger and the truth? You need to have your versions of that, and I think it's I think it's a powerful thing to name it, right? Uh, you know, I think it's a cool exercise that that you're you're demonstrating there because what you're doing is now you're separating it off and so you have clarity when it pops back up it's not just sort of a, a mix of emotions you're actually naming who showed up um, and so mike is also holding up a book here uh, for those of you positive listening
1: intelligence yeah so, it's called positive intelligence is the and, the,
0: and the premise of the book is what
1: it is exactly what i just talked about is mm-hmm. naming these so the author has his names for them uh, the controller hyperachiever, restless stickler pleaser hyper vigilant avoider victim hyper rational so he has his names and then i just essentially took some of those names and said uh, really? i came up with my own that i could relate to but he describes them it's a really good book his name is uh shirzad shamin uh nice. i think uh, if i said it correctly but really uh, intelligent uh way of approaching this concept
0: yeah totally and, and if you think about what is producing self sabotage in the first place again? You know, I really think it's uh, a, a function of not feeling worthy. You know, and and why should we feel worthy? <laughs> like, quite frankly, if we're being honest, if we got everything we deserved, isn't this the the foundational religious truth? It's like you're fucked, you're screwed, you're a messed up person. That's basically how every you know thing starts off. It's like you're born into original sin. Well, what does that mean? It means you're you're. You're a flawed person, so of course anybody who's self-conscious, at, at even one iota, um, is going to feel guilt, is going to feel shame, is going to feel, you know, down on yourself at times because you know how weak you are. You know that you just started a diet uh, on Tuesday and it's Thursday and you're eating a bag of chips today. Like you know you have set intentions before and and continually have failed. And it's like, Andrew, you're supposed to be the coach here. Why, why are you speaking this discouragement to me right now? Well, what I'm gonna try to offer up is an alternative that's gonna raise your worth. <clears throat> and the question I wanna ask you is like, are you a thermometer or are you a thermostat? Are you a thermometer or are you a thermostat? A thermometer is gonna change based upon the weather outside, right? So a thermometer, you put it outside, and if it's really hot, obviously the thermometer is gonna go up. If it's cold, it's gonna go down. Well. I want you to actually be self-regulating, whereas a thermostat, what it does is it modifies the environment around it, right? Instead of it modifying on the basis of the environment. So being a thermostat says, I know my worth. I'm gonna decide where I set my bar. I'm gonna decide what my standards are. I'm gonna decide who I'm becoming. And then I'm going to do everything I possibly can in my power to make those situations and circumstances come to life outside of me. I will condition a disciplined behavior if I want to be disciplined. I will be fit if I decide I'm going to be fit. I will hit that sales goal if I decide that's the sales goal I want to hit. Um, I will manifest that person into my life that I want to manifest if that's what I decide that I really want. So. That's my challenge to you, the listener, is you know, are you going to be a thermometer constantly changing with the circumstances and your results and always having your emotions on a roller coaster because of that? Or are you going to decide to know what your worth is and actually set the internal temperature and then change everything around it?
1: And and when you do that, it, you're going to have this voice in your head. I don't know which voice it is. You'll have to figure it out saying, I told you so. Hmm. And it's like, I told you so. I knew you could do it. So the I told you so might be you know, you, you have the discipline for the day where you're, you know, go to the gym, it's, it's the voice in your head. It's like, I told you so. Like, I knew you could do this. That's like, maybe your cheerleader. It's like, I told you so. I know you could do this. And then there's the, the version of you that sits on the couch and watches the boys and eats a bag of Doritos. And it's like, I told you so. I told you you're a lazy fat ass. I told you so. Right. So you have these voices of the sage and you have these voices of the saboteurs that are both going to say, I told you so. Uh, Matthew McConaughey talks about this and a lot of people talk about the the idea of of feeding the two wolves, you have two different wolves Hmm. that you have to feed. And you have the, the 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 wolf of faith and the wolf of fear. And both of those wolves have to eat. It's just depending on which wolf you're going to feed more often. And the wolf that you're going to feed more often is going to be the stronger of the two wolves, the wolf of faith and the wolf of wolf of fear. So I would invite you to take on Andrew's challenge and and double, double down on feeding the wolf of faith, the wolf that mm-hmm. does have those daily disciplines, the wolf that does follow through, the wolf that that does give gratitude when they don't feel like it. The, the wolf that does, you know, make their phone calls, when they don't feel like it and not feeling our way into acting, but acting our way into feeling.
0: Right. You know, and I think it's, I mean, it kind of goes back to the last episode. If you haven't listened to that one, you know, please do about how to manifest things, but you actually have to put these things into practice. You know, I was sharing on our, our healthy CEO dad, uh, call once a month, you know, Mike, uh, has organized this, this group call with, with our tribe. And so there's people from all over the country, entrepreneurs, we jump on, uh, it's men only. And, and it's also, you know, it, it's, we're close. It's not just like random people. Right. Uh, and so it's a place for us to, to open up and share. And so, you know, uh, to have a community, uh, we've already met up at least once in person and we're shooting to meet up again here later this year. And, um, and I shared with everybody, I said, you know, Hey, I, I know all these things and I, I recognize that maybe the last, like, you know, six nine months I haven't been on top of it as much and just the instance of saying you know okay I'm actually going to do the morning routine I know that's good for me I'm going to actually take the cold shower I'm going to sit down and talk to myself like a crazy person in the mirror and tell myself how great I am uh it's like, oh wow, what do you know? Right? Results. Like, what do you know? Things start clicking. It's like you're walking around right now, you're wondering why your life isn't the way you want it to do to be. You've listened to so many podcasts of the Better Than Rich Show. You've listened to so many shows, you know, episodes of Ed My Led and Impact Theory, and you follow all the thought leaders online and you've read all the books and you're like, why am I still exactly where I I I was before. Well, that's because you're not doing what everyone is telling you to do. And so, you know, just having the discipline to start that. And then, like you said, you know, act your way into feeling, Mike, is just a, an important concept that everybody needs to to hear today. Um, so if you're not where you, you want to be, just start doing what you know you're supposed to do. Um, if you feel like you can't, again, feel free to reach out to us. We, we're happy to support you to help those saboteurs get out of the way. But Mike, what's coming up for you?
1: Yeah, and, that, and that's the birthplace of Tiny Actions Daily. And hmm. I know we'll have an episode on that, but that's exactly it. These micro habits, like uh, James Clear will talk about, you don't have to be fit, just become a version of you. Be a person who goes yeah. to the gym. Yeah, you what did he
0: say? To, go, to, go to the gym and just sit there and uh, read a book and then walk home, home. <laughs> No, you walk on the treadmill for five for minutes. <laughs> Being a person to that does yoga. How do you become a person
1: who does yoga? First, you lay out the mat and then you roll the mat back up and you put it away and you mm-hmm. do that and you discipline that habit of being a person who lays out the yoga mat and then it you bridge from I'm a person who lays out the yoga mat to I'm a person who does yoga by all right let me lay on the mat get up put the mat away and these micro mm-hmm. tiny micro habits these tiny micro decisions these small tiny wins is what creates momentum and when you have that momentum well momentum going up and towards faith <laughs> And we also know the momentum going down towards fear mm-hmm. uh it's that's that's this it's so much easier to slip down into fear and it requires effort to go into faith and mm-hmm. and that's why the intentionality does matter so if you're listening like andrew said and you were the knower versus the doer well micro habits small tiny incremental decisions maybe it's not 50 messages maybe it's two Maybe it's not 50 phone calls. Maybe it's two or three. Maybe it's not five gratitude notes. Maybe it's one. Hmm. You know, maybe it's not uh, a 10-minute a cold shower. Maybe it's 30 seconds at the end of a warm shower. You know, it's like making those tiny, small, micro decisions, and they'll eventually turn into something bigger, which is called a habit. And uh, that habit will eventually become an identity, and that identity becomes a new version of you.
0: Yeah. I wonder, like, you know, this has been a thought that's come up for me before, um, definitely not my, uh, my highest self here talking, um, but I think there's almost like this hedonistic element, you know, uh, of myself, and I think a lot of people do, especially in um, modern society, right, where basically it's like, you know, we really aren't starving, you know, nobody listening to this call is starving, we're really, really comfortable. Um, we probably, you know, even if you don't consider yourself wealthy, you're definitely like in the top 1% of world wealth, you know, living a, a really cushy lifestyle. Um, and there's like pleasures on demand, right? Like you can just drive down the street and you could go entertain yourself at Top Golf or Dave and Buster's, or you can, you can go and, um, you know, get drunk if you want, you know, a lot of places, weed is recreationally, you know, uh, decriminalized. There's, you know, internet porn streaming right onto your camera or your phone, rather your, your, your device. It's like so many pleasures. I mean, even if you just go on social media, you can just be entertained for hours. You're constantly bombarded with this option to be entertained. And, you know, I definitely have had like this part of me that would say, man, those habits, um, like, like good for you. Like, you know, proud, like glad that you have those habits. And like, honestly, you know, I'd rather, uh, laugh with the sinners than cry with the saints over here, man. Like it'd be way, way more fun, uh, to just party a little bit. Um, and so I think that sometimes people hear, Oh, these, all these positive habits and you, you know, you look at the person who bikes, you know, 10 miles every morning and then finishes it with a green juice. And you're like, That person probably has a stick up their ass. They're probably no fun. But what I've found is quite the opposite, right? They're super rewarding. Uh, They're super fulfilled. They're happy. They're healthy. You reach an energy level that's beyond like a lot of what those like those quick fixes, those like those the bag of Doritos, you know, the marshmallow, uh, you know, sort of options are, you know, they leave you feeling sick, right? (laughs) Like, that's the whole point. They feel good in the moment. But The next day they don't. But it's this sustained growth when you actually apply yourself in the right direction. You actually feel good about yourself. You actually like the person who you're looking back at in the mirror. There's no better feeling than that. So if you have a part of you that I can relate to that's like hedonistic and just wants to party, you know, maybe consider that there's a better option than just having fun on the weekends. So, um, Yeah. yeah,
1: it's the temptation versus the long-term satisfaction you know the mm-hmm. temptation of the one night stand is okay that's cool but the long-term satisfaction of building a family and having someone that you have a partner of with life with is just different it's uh it's throwing the one party raise ra- like awesome rave party versus taking a two-week vacation to europe backpacking and having like uh, just the time of your life it's like mm. the small temptation versus the long-term satisfaction so um, we, we do need to understand that those small hitting rewards are really great today and you could build a, a, a cool life with these short hitting rewards. But that long term, beautiful satisfaction, like I love my life. I was telling someone yesterday, I like I love my life. My Mondays are fantastic. Like I literally do whatever mm-hmm. I want on, on Mondays. Saturday and Sunday is family day and, and, and Father Sunday to, mm-hmm. to give my wife a day off and then i work real hard tuesday and wednesday with my clients thursday is a very much a learning day for me and friday is kind of like a wild card day and it's like that's pretty awesome Mm. to just be able to have a a schedule routine and and then if i want to go travel i go travel i'm going to new jersey to see family next week for for my birthday my nephew's graduations like where we're planning the tribe trip we go to Mm. my mother-in-law's house and we're able to do that because of those daily disciplines that I was willing to do for the last couple of years. So instead of settling into this to the short term satisfaction, I invite you to start thinking about what does a potential vision look like for your future, with your health, with your wealth, with your family, with your lifestyle, with your finances. What 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 would be the dream life for you and how can you potentially get there? And that's why I love talking about business systemization, because your business is a vehicle for your life. It's not your life. Too many people spend too much time in their business because they think that's their life. No, it's a vehicle for you to pursue the life that you want. And um, I, I think that if you're listening to this, you're positioned for that. And we want to help you get there if you need a little bit of extra help.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. So if you are noticing these self-sabotaging tendencies showing up in your life, whether it's wimpy or it's somebody who's hedonistic or it's you know telling yourself that uh it's okay you can get started tomorrow whatever it is that is showing up in the voice inside your head uh, we just invite you to self-regulate and find the truth and learn what is the best version of yourself What's the highest version of yourself that's actually acting not only in your best interest of how you're going to feel today, but also tomorrow, next week, next year, and well into the future? Well, this has been a pleasure, Mike. Thanks to all of you, uh, our listeners. We love you and appreciate you so much. We couldn't have the show without you. And until next week, remember to leave today better than you found it. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening.
1: If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at better underscore rich and join our Facebook group at the better than rich show. Thanks again for listening. We look forward to seeing you next time. And remember, leave today better than you found it.